What's up, everyone? This is your host, Seven Octobers. Welcome to another episode of Nightmare on Sedgwick Avenue podcast. Um, today is season four, episode six. Uh, it's been going really fast, been uh, kind of knocking these out, been stacking them up. Uh, I've spoken to a lot of dope artists uh, from different fields in the horror community. I know I had mentioned in the first episode that I wasn't going to focus too much on hip hop um, just because I'm doing another podcast that kind of overlaps that. But um, the artist that I have today, I really wanted to have him on because he's more of a horrorcore uh, rapper genre. Um, and I think he's really dope. So I wanted to bring him on. Um, so we can kind of talk about like spooky stuff and about his music and all that stuff. So without further ado, I'll bring him on the screen. He goes by Poltergeist Odd. And let's go here. What's up, Poltergeist? How you doing? What up? Thanks for having me on the show. I appreciate you. Um, and we were just talking before we got, uh, before I started recording, like a little bit about yourself. You're based out of Canada. Um, if you don't mind, just kind of introducing to those who might not know who you are, like a little bit about yourself and um, how you got started in like, uh, you know, like hip hop and all that. Yeah, uh, I grew up in Newfoundland, Canada, on the Far East Coast. Um, I was always more of like a metalhead kid. I grew up playing guitar, wanted to be in a metal band like death metal, grindcore, that mm -hmm. kind of stuff. And um, yeah, I moved to Alberta when I was like 14 or 15. I met up with the guys in my group, Obscene Division. That's what the OD in my name stands for. Okay. Uh, we we were just kind of like friends hanging out in Razor Wire's garage for a couple of years and they were always into freestyling and rapping and stuff. And one night I was just drinking with those guys. I was like, okay, well I can't freestyle. Let me write something down. So I wrote this like 16 bar verse. It might not have been exactly 16. Cause like yeah. counting bars back then was weird for me, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, yeah uh, and they were like, yeah, this is actually really dope. So I kept doing it. And eventually a fan of what Obscene Division was doing came to me and was like, I really like your style. I'm making a documentary, like a fan made documentary about Halloween. Okay. And he wanted me to write a song about Michael Myers. So I was like, OK, cool. I sent uh, the idea to my buddy Mock Beats in mm -hmm. uh, Amsterdam. He mm. sent me the beat back within like two days. It took me about two hours to write the whole song. I just finished it all in one sitting and i was like okay i'm comfortable doing this i really like this yeah it got a positive response so i just like kept doing it so now i'm just the guy who raps about horror movies <laughs> that's pretty dope did you ever, so did you ever see yourself like with some of your first like songs maybe when you first started out did you rap about something else or was it always kind of like influenced by like horror movies you think well i mean i've always kind of been a horror core ish rapper like mm -hmm. My old stuff, uh, I have an old album called Keep It PG, okay. where like I'm, it's just me trying to like find my style as a rapper. I think it came out in like 2015 or so. So I wrote it all 2013, 2014. Okay. So it's like just like an immature rapper trying to find a style. I tried to do like sad music, party music, uh, hmm. like raw, like hip hop type stuff. Um, I don't know. I just I felt so comfortable writing about horror movies just because like, as you can see, I'm clearly yeah. I've, I've been a horror fan my whole life yeah and it just like came so easily to me i feel comfortable doing it and i was just like okay fine this is just gonna be my lane from now on yeah i do have some songs in the works that like aren't about horror movies or horror specific yeah that i'm gonna be releasing but i'm just not gonna be like pushing that kind of content as much as i do this 
Okay, that's cool. And how how did you get introduced to like hip hop and horror? Like, if you want to kind of go into each one, like who introduced you to hip hop, and why did you fall in love with it? And same thing for like the horror genre. Like, what made you fall in love with that genre? Well, when I was six years old, my dad showed me the movie It by Stephen King. Yeah. Uh, but like before we watched it, he kind of like explained to me like this is a scary movie. They do like makeup effects. He like explain special effects to me and like just acting in general so like i kind of like got the lowdown to not be scared and just realize it's just a movie before i went into it so like mm -hmm. with that mindset as a kid i was just so fascinated by how they did it and how they made it so scary that i don't know i just i fell in love with horror i started going to the video store and I would just like stare at all the VHSs on the walls and like, I haven't mm -hmm. seen that one yet. I haven't seen that one. Yeah. And that's, yeah, like, that's kind of how I got into it. Uh, a few of my friends were as well. As for hip hop, it was meeting obscene division. It was meeting those guys, razor wire, Nick obscene, Nomadian, those guys just like introduced me to hip hop. Cause they were like, well, you like dark metal stuff. Mm -hmm. There's a genre called horrorcore. There's like, there's like darker rap. And they showed me like brother Lynch hung like three, six mafia, stuff like that. Yeah. And I was like, wow, this is actually like really hard and really like aggressive, kind of like metal. So yeah, it was, it was an easy transition in, into this genre for me. That's pretty dope. Um, and how long have you been making music? Like when does this creativity also like run in your family at all? Or you're kind of like one of the first to start doing something like this? My whole family's musical. My grandpa played the accordion and the guitar and the banjo. My dad plays guitar and sings. My <laughs> sister plays piano and sings. Like that's cool. So like yeah, karaoke's a big thing in my family. Like my <laughs> my parents have like the huge the huge monitors set up and everything. It's it's crazy. Yeah. Christmas is awesome. <laughs> that's cool. And how how long have you been doing the the um, your whole music like taking it like serious as like a real craft? I mean. It was probably, I think our first show as Obscene Division was 2012. Okay. So that's kind of when like we were like, okay, well, we can do it live. That was like a little click in the brain. We're like, let's let's try to record an album. Yeah. So we recorded a mixtape called KSW. It stood for Keep Shit Wicked, which tells you <laughs> how old that might be. <laughs> but uh, yeah, um, like my solo stuff, like as Poltergeist, I started taking it seriously about 2016, like just after my first album came out. Okay. I was, uh, I don't know, I was kind of wondering like where I was going to go. And a few songs on that album got like good responses and I started doing them live and stuff. And I started like reaching out to other promoters in the city and started like, I was doing like 10 shows a year, which is like, too much to be doing in one city because you're gonna like saturate your own market but uh, yeah <laughs> yeah the second i started like getting shows booked that's like kind of when i started taking it a little bit more seriously okay and um who are like some of your like rap or like music influences you would say well i mean like the guy who really made me want to start rapping is brother lynch hung um i actually did a song with another one of my uh influences g moski uh we have a song called flip the fuck out with him and Kripal from doom squad okay um i listen to i listen i still listen to a lot of metal like even to influence my rap i still listen to like deathcore that's cool like i'm yeah. <laughs> i'm kind of into a band called brand of sacrifice right now they're like okay they're like heavy deathcore it's really cool 
Yeah, that's. I think I always like that when artists do like um, get influence from other genres, you know, because it kind of mixes up your your sound too, you know. Um, yeah, I don't like. I do listen to a lot of hip hop. Like I, yeah. I still listen, you know, like like strange music stuff, like Tech Nine, Sess Crew, and people mm-hmm. like that. But uh, yeah, I get most of my influence from metal. That's pretty dope. Um, and what would you say, like, uh, you would want your listener? What do you want your listeners to take away from your music or from your art? I'm just a horror nerd making songs about <laughs> horror movies. <Yeah. laughs> like whatever they take away from it is, you know, that's up to them. Um, the fact that people even, you know, resonate with my music at all is so cool to me. And like, I get fan mail all the time. It's, that's it's cool. really, really <laughs> cool. And it's humbling. Cause like, sometimes I'll be like, man, I'm not going anywhere doing this. And then, you know, like I'll log into Instagram and have like 10 people go like, Hey, what's your address? So I made you something or like, Oh, wow. <laughs> this girl earlier today, Sammy, like one of my uh, friends here in Edmonton, she said my music saved her life. And like, that's the first time I ever oh, wow. heard that. I felt on top cool. of the world this morning. Yeah. That's pretty dope. Um, and you said, obviously the, the odd stands for like uh, the, the group you were in. But as far as Poltergeist, why that name? Like, is that one of your favorite, like, horror flicks? Or you just thought it was, like, a cool name? I actually tried out a bunch of names before I landed on Poltergeist. My first name yeah. ever was the Page Master. Because, okay. like, <laughs> movie nerd, right? I was like, oh, well, how can I incorporate movies into my music? I've always kind of wanted to do that. Yeah. Uh, then, I mean, I felt that was really corny. So I decided <laughs> Lord Slug from dragon ball z was less corny <laughs> i still think it's a dope name but there's already a rapper called slug and i yeah. actually got uh compared to him a few times in my earlier days so i was like well i can't do this yeah um yeah and so i i like went to horror and i was like what what's a good name that like isn't already taken by a rapper yeah uh, poltergeist one of my favorite movies ever um plus like i This wasn't intentional, but the way that it kind of works now, the way I explain it to people is like, because my music is me taking on the character of whatever movie I'm covering. So like, it's like, what if Michael Myers was a rapper? What if Leatherface was a rapper? What if Chucky was going to battle you? Um, It's almost like I'm possessing that character for each song. So like Poltergeist is just the perfect name for me. And the OD was added on afterwards just because... Because of Obscene Division, I always use Poltergeist underscore OD just as yeah. social media anyway. Yeah. And people were having a hard time finding me online because they would just look up Poltergeist music and just find the soundtrack or whatever to the movie. So <laughs> that's kind of why I threw that in there. Okay. And so the correct the correct pronunciation would be like Poltergeist OD, right? Because I, I was going yeah. by odd, but I was like, oh, wait. So wait, No, wait. You're, you're not even close to the first person who said that stuff. So don't even worry. <laughs> uh, I always like that, though, how it takes a, like a mind of its own, like the your name, you know, like your artist name. Like people just kind of give a different spin on it. Um, mm-hmm. And obviously you say you're from, you're from Canada. Um, how is like the hip hop scene over there? And like, do you feel like that, like people there in Canada have embraced your music or do you find yourself having like more fans outside of, of Canada? Uh, the hip hop scene here is actually really, really good. Uh, we have lots of heavy hitters like Mercules, Junk, Snack the Ripper, uh, Evil Ebenezer, Doom Squad. Like we've got a lot of heavy hitters here in Canada that are constantly touring. The scene's very much alive. I'm opening for Method Man and Red Man in November. 
which oh, yeah, is so like that, a, that's dope. That's Congrats. gonna be a dream come true for me. I'm a huge Wu Tang fan. Yeah. Um, yeah, the scene's really lit. Um, I do have a lot of fans elsewhere. Like, I, I feel like most of the people who are like really into my music are in the UK. I don't know. Cool. <laughs> I don't know what attracts me to that area, but that's where like most of like my hardcore fans are. That's pretty cool. Um, and what would you say are like your top five like favorite al rap albums and horror movies? Like your top five for um, each. Top five horror movies is a little bit easier because I've thought about it more. Um, Dubro Party Massacre three, easily <laughs> my favorite movie ever. <laughs> uh, in the Mouth of Madness with Sam Neill. Uh, I'm a huge Lovecraft fan. Um, let's see. Santa's Slay. First of all, I love Christmas <laughs> horror movies. And Santa's Slay was filmed right here in Edmonton where I am. So I just oh, like, okay. have this, yeah, I just have yeah. this connection to it, I guess. Yeah. Um, what else? There's a movie called The Devil's Chair that I really like. Okay. Uh, it's not that popular, but... I don't know. I, I like it a lot. Uh, what would be the fifth? I mean, I feel like I can't close this out without saying the thing. John Carpenter's the thing. Yeah, that's a good I one. I feel like, yeah, people would probably even be mad at me if I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like it's like it's, I almost like hate saying it because it's such a given because like that's like yeah. so many people's favorite horror movie. I tried not to say it, but yeah. it really is just that good. Yeah, it is. And what about like rap albums? Season of the Sickness, Brother Lynch Hung. Um, that's easily one of my favorite albums. Uh, mm -hmm. I used to listen to Eminem a lot when I first mm -hmm. started out. Just like, I just thought that I wanted to rap like that. So like yeah. Marshall Mathers LP. Um, yeah. What else? It's so hard for rap too, because like, I hardly even listen to albums anymore. Um yeah. Graveyard Nightmares by Flatliners for sure. That would be that would be up there for me. Um Doggy Style by Snoop Dogg cuz yeah. I just love Snoop Dogg's yeah. demeanor. <laughs> um Yeah, I don't know. That's tough. I might just leave it at 4 for now, is that yeah. okay? Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> that's a, that's I'll just a good... be here like, "Hmm, what do I even listen to now?" <laughs> I know, yeah, it's rare now, like, for to listen to albums because everything's like about singles now, so it's kind of harder. But like for me, yeah, like a lot of my favorites are like the old ones. Um, mm. I yeah. used to be a huge Outcast fan, so like okay. Southern Playalistic music and stuff like that. I used yeah. to bump that a lot. <laughs> yeah, that's a dope one. Um, and what would you say? Um, what advice would you give someone like that's trying to get into like creating music? Because obviously, like sometimes people don't see like the struggle of it as well. But like, what advice would you give to someone? People are gonna tell you you suck. Just don't listen to it. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, that's true. Not only that, just just do it a lot and don't put out your first five songs because you're probably gonna hate them later on. <laughs> I would just. What I would do if I if I didn't already have a catalog of music, if I was like just starting out with mm -hmm. the knowledge I have right now, what I would do is I would record like a five song EP and just like don't put it up online anywhere, but like send it to a few people who like aren't your best friends mm -hmm. who kind of just know you in general and just ask them their honest opinion and ask them specifically what they don't like about it. That's a good one. Because yeah. negative 
negative feedback is so much more helpful than positive because like That's i could true. show all my friends my music and be like hey this is my new song what do you think and they'll all be like oh yeah that's dope can't wait for this to drop or whatever mm -hmm. but somebody who would like barely knows you and you literally ask them like what don't you like about it i'm specifically looking for that um i feel like you'll just get you'll get good advice that's true yeah that's, that's great advice right there um and what about for you like what's your creative and writing process like how you get like motivated to write and what what inspires you to start writing to a track or something uh pretty much anything like i always have my phone on me i'm always on it um if i hear somebody like if i'm just having a conversation with somebody and they say an interesting word or like they say something that like i'm like oh that rhymes with this i'll just like write that down as a note in my phone yeah and just reference it later while i'm writing like i sat down and wrote a cypher verse uh yesterday and it took me took me about an hour and a half but what it is is it's just going through all of my notes and going hey this is the topic what do i have about that topic that i've like thought about or written down recently yeah. uh, as for the horror movie ones like uh -huh. the movie ones specifically I'll just watch the movies over and over. Like if it's a franchise, I'll watch every movie in the franchise and just write down like quotes, scenes, um, actors, just Google facts about it. Uh, mm -hmm. Anything to do with that movie that I think could sound cool in a song. I'll just like make like three separate notes with like anything. Yeah. And do you, do you find yourself, it's easier for you to like actually write? Because you know how uh, different people have different ways of like how they uh, rap and stuff like that. For you, is it easier to like write it down versus like going off from like memory or like, you know, recording something down and then kind of trying to memorize it that way? Uh, I'm definitely not a freestyler. I have yeah. to, I'm more of a writer. I have to write everything down and think about it because like I've tried freestyling a million times. I know so many people who are really, really good at it and they've given me so yeah. much advice on it, but I'm just, I'm an overthinker. So like I'll, yeah. I'll still be, I'll be like six rhymes down thinking how shitty the first rhyme was, you know, like I'll just <laughs> be like, so locked in on that yeah. or like what I could have did back then that like, I can't even think of anything for now, you know? So yeah, yeah. yeah I, I got to write everything down and it's all like sporadic. I'll have just like random notes here and there that I'll like piece together like a puzzle, like, Oh, this kind of flows into that part. And yeah. yeah, it's not like standard writing where you just like start and end. Mm -hmm. I cannot, I cannot do that. I just yeah. have to piece it all together. <laughs> okay. That's pretty cool. Um, and how do you use yourself like as an artist or a creative overall? Like, how do you keep yourself motivated too? Cause I know sometimes there's days where like you're, you know, either lazy or you're not, it's not your day. Like, how do you keep yourself motivated? It's tough. Um, some, yeah, I've gone like months and months without writing, recording, or just promoting my music at all. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you just get in a slump and like, just because you're an artist doesn't like doesn't mean that there's like some kind of on switch, right? Yeah. Like there's no real on switch to just like turn on inspiration. I mean, I wish there was, but yeah, sometimes you just have a slump and you hope it's not for too long. But I mean, movies inspire me a lot too, and like I have, I'm, I don't, I don't like I want to still sound humble, but like I do have lots of fans that like are constantly you know, recommending stuff to me like, hey, have you written about this? Have you seen this? And we're, I'm always talking about movies with multiple people every day. So yeah, yeah, I just I find inspiration just from people being interested in hearing what I would do to this movie, you know, like, 
Yeah. Have you ever thought about writing a 13 ghost song? And then that'll inspire me to maybe just watch that movie and take a few notes. Yeah. Yeah, that's dope. Yeah, because I, I, I like to talk about that a lot because me, myself as well, like I've had, or actually currently right now, even though I'm doing a podcast, but I have like that slump right now where it's like, I feel like I'm not creating. I don't know if it's the same for you, but for me, like, I feel like I get like depressed a little bit as far as like when I feel like I'm not creating. I don't know if it's a part of like, oh, I'm a creator, so I should be creating. But how, how do you deal with that? Like, do you ever deal with that where like, I haven't created something like in months, like, does that put you down or does that kind of motivate you to kind of keep going? Um, it definitely puts me down and I definitely like, I understand how you feel. I feel that all yeah. the time. Cause like, you're always on a high when you release something Yeah. like the day or the day after you just drop some new content on people. You're always on this like motivational high where you're like, mm-hmm. what's my next project? What am I going to do now? Like, yeah. And then the longer in between projects, the more that depression settles in where it's like, wow. I'm wasting my time. Like, what exactly. am I doing? Working my life away? What am I going to be like 50 <laughs> trying to catch up? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, like I totally understand that. And I honestly, like, I don't even have advice for you. Like yeah. I just, I'm still dealing with that myself. Yeah. yeah. And it's good to hear like, as far as like that, it's something that not just myself, you know, everybody kind of goes through it. So, um, and to those listening to that might be going through that too right now. Um, and have you ever, like, I know you mentioned about like a piece of advice that, you know, sometimes when you're starting out, you'll have like those negative haters or people that's just going to try to put you down for you. Like, when was the time that you like doubted yourself and how did you kind of like pull yourself out of that? I doubt myself all the time. Like I still do. <laughs> like, even when I write something, I'll be like, was this good? And I'll like wrap it to my friends and be like, is this really good? Or am I just <laughs> like, am I just like tripping on myself right now? Um <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I think every artist doubts themselves. I feel yeah. like even even like, you know, big, huge pop stars will go into a studio nervous or like step out onto a stage nervous. It's just something I mean, I, I find it kind of motivating to be scared of it a little bit because then you know that you're not going to half ass your project. That's true. Like if I'm afraid how something is going to turn out, I'm going to focus and work so much harder on it whether, rather than if I was like confident in myself, like, oh yeah, I'm the shit. I'm going to write something real quick and it's going to be tight as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just like the fear keeps you a little bit motivated in itself. That's true. Yeah. And what would you say like for you, like so far as a creative, like what has been your greatest accomplishment? My greatest accomplishment? Um I mean, getting this Method Man, Red Man show in November is a pretty big accomplishment in my books. Uh, I've opened for like Tech Nine, Chris Calico, Swollen Members, um, Stitches, mm-hmm. weirdly enough. <laughs> but yeah, like I've opened for some like pretty big artists. Uh, I've opened for Twisted, uh, Alazulalu, Gmo Ski. Um, doing that song with Gmo Ski was a, was a big deal to me. I did a song with a guy named Twisted Insane. He's like one of the fastest rappers in the world. Uh-huh. I did a song a long, long time ago with him. I don't even know where you can find it. It's called Bury Us with uh, me, Twisted Insane, and Sleep Lyrical. Okay. That was a cool day for me. Um, yeah. I, <laughs> I mean, just like doing live shows with bigger artists and like, sharing the stage with them like that's that's probably like my biggest accomplishment just collectively 
That's pretty dope. Yeah, and congrats on that show uh, with Method Thank Man you. and Red Man. Um, and what's what has been your like your most biggest opposing force, I guess, or that you encountered as a creative, like something that kind of deterred you from doing something? My genre. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, horrorcore is not that popular. I'm sure everybody listening knows that. Um, I get, uh, I get a lot of like negative feedback just cause like I'm constantly trying to reach out to new people and like mm -hmm. show more people my music mm -hmm. and you, you get a lot of, you get a lot of people trying to step on that genre in general. Like, Oh, I don't really like that. That's not really my thing. Why would you rap about that? Like, are you some kind of psycho or something like that? <laughs> and it's like a little bit of a deterrent, but at the same time, it's like, I know, like I'm pretty self-aware. I know my music's not for everybody. Yeah. My music for like horror nerds who happen to like old school hip hop. Yeah. Which is like, where am I going <laughs> to find these people? That's like, yeah, that's kind of why I just like take every podcast, every interview, uh, post on every social media. I'm just trying to like yeah. find you, yeah. just more of you. Kind of kind of goes with this a little bit, but like what what is ha, what has been your greatest failure and like what did you learn from it? Uh well, uh, about a year ago, I did a festival called Intersect Art and Music Festival in High Prairie. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was on the crew that helped build the stages. So I was there like a week earlier. We were working for like eight days straight. And then the festival started and I didn't have like my set practiced or anything like that. I got up on the stage and I handed the DJ Diametic my... Um, my thumb drive with my set on it mm -hmm. he goes he goes hey man uh what's this and he pointed at the screen and it said mr bean episode one and i was like oh, oh. i told like i was binging mr bean at the time <laughs> like right before we left to go work on the stages yeah. <laughs> and i just brought the wrong hard hard drive with me when i uh when i was packing so i had to like oh, acapella shit. half my set and then he happened to have like some of my older beats on there. So I'm like trying to work my way through them. Mm -hmm. I mess up one and I'm like, okay, I screwed that up onto the next one. And like, yeah. So from <laughs> yeah. now on, I triple check my thumb drives. Yeah. Well, that's a good piece of advice for those listening, you know, <laughs> those performing on live shows. Uh, be yeah. prepared. And honestly, <laughs> if you're worried about it, bring two, put your set on two hard drives just in case. Cause you never know. <laughs> Anytime they plug that in, it could just be like, oh, it's not working. And then what do you do when you're up on stage? You've got to entertain. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's you can't true. just walk off. <laughs> um, and what what is one of your greatest fears and why? Um, that's a tough one, because like I deal with fear a lot in like my writing and with like the media I consume. Yeah. It's kind of hard to think about. I mean, I. It's not that I'm afraid of it, but I don't really like swimming, like being in large bodies of water with a bunch of people in it kind of like weirds me out. So I guess that. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm with you on that one. I'm not a swimmer either, so it kind of creeps me out. Yeah. And, and like we got we got a lot of beaches around here and people always try to drag me to them. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know. I'm cool. Just hanging out on the sand. <laughs> And they're, they're always like, we feel bad. We feel bad. And I'm like, it's not like I'm not having fun. I'm just not in water. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, seriously. And for me, it's like, I don't know. It's like a fear of like, what's the unknown in there? Because it's the, it's so big, like the ocean. So I'm like, I don't know what's mm -hmm. in there. <laughs> yeah, I grew up in Newfoundland and like, we're surrounded by the ocean. 
and I've gone out in a boat, jumped into it, and looked down. It's probably the most terrifying thing I've ever seen. It's just like large, vast blackness, and like the seaweed is very tall there. Like the seaweed's like hundreds of feet. Oh wow! So like it grabs at your legs, and the more oh, you wow. struggle, the more it wraps <laughs> around you, and it's just like fuck this. And I just yeah, never did that again. Yeah, you should write a song about that. That's kind of sc- that's scary. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, I've, I've been thinking about making like a Shark Week album. Yeah, and just make like ten songs about different shark movies. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be pretty cool. Um, and before we get out of here, um, I know we were talking about like your upcoming projects or things that you're working on and you brought up one of your albums keep it pg and i noticed that you do a lot of singles is there a reason or do you have any upcoming like albums that you're working on or do you prefer dropping singles you think in like this era of like people kind of consuming you know music so quickly now i like just dropping singles just because like i don't have deadlines or anything i don't I don't want to stockpile 15 songs and just like hang on to them for a year before people get to hear them. Yeah. I just like putting stuff out as I finish it. Like if I finish a song, cause I don't want to work on 10 songs at once anymore. I did that and it sucked. And each song kind of like, it didn't meet my expectations. If that makes sense, you know, like, yeah, like the way they sound in your head is a lot better than the way they come out because you're focusing on so much more at once i'd rather just focus on one song and you know write it record it edit the video release it do my promo on to the next one and just focus on that one that way like every song gets my full attention okay would you ever do like the ep like a short one maybe like a five track one or yeah yeah like i was thinking about doing that shark week one uh i want to do like maybe like a romero one and do like a bunch of his zombie movies or something like that but it wouldn't be like a full album. I'm thinking if I do EPs, it'll just be like five songs. Okay. Yeah. I agree. I like that now because I feel like nobody, we were just talking about it. Like nobody really listens to like albums like that anymore. Like I feel like nobody ha- puts the time to like listen to it unless it's like a pretty good, al- solid album. Um, it's mm-hmm. kind of hard to keep people's attention, you know? Especially if you're not already like a super famous artist. Yeah, exactly. Like millions of people will go, listen to the whole new drake album or kanye or whatever and like mm-hmm. digest the entire thing write a review about it but when you're just coming up nobody's gonna like buy your album and listen to the whole thing unless like i mean i do have people in my circle who would mm-hmm. but it's just not the way i'm operating right now yeah yeah no it's it's cool and then you have a track out right now what uh it's the is it the frighteners or uh, what's the name of the track yeah uh the song is called the frightener uh, just because, like, it's from the perspective of the killer in the movie. It's about uh, one of my favorite 90s horror comedies, The Frighteners with Michael J. Fox. Yeah, I like that. Uh, <laughs> I've always loved it uh, specifically because, like, the lenticular VHS cover. Where oh, it, like, yeah. changes by yeah. direction. I used to go to the video store and just, like, look at that movie like this for, like, 10 minutes at a time. Like, that's so cool. (laughs) And so I think that's why I love it so much. But, like, it is a good movie. Yeah. Uh, Nobody really requested that one. That was kind of just one that I wanted to do for myself. Yeah. I do take a lot of requests. And I'll, like, I have a list and, like, a bunch of ticks next to them. Like, okay, 17 people asked for a Killer Clown song. I got to do this. Yeah. Yeah. but yeah, nobody really asked me to do the Frighteners. Sometimes I'll just 
do it because I have to. Yeah, that's a that's a good uh, good movie. Like I feel like it's underrated, and I've never really I don't even think they've ever put it on streaming. I don't know if now you can probably rent it somewhere, but um, I always forget like Michael J. Fox came out in a horror movie. <laughs> yeah, it's super underrated. I really yeah. like it. Yeah, and it still it still holds up. Like some of the graphics, some of the CGI, like isn't the greatest, but it's definitely not the worst. Like it would still yeah. hold up in a theater today. I think. Yeah, that's true. And then it's kind of cool, though, that you did a song on it, because for those people who might be young and never have seen it, you know, that you also put them on to, like, horror movies for, like, the younger generation, you know? Kind of cool. Hell yeah. Yeah, I'm really hoping to, like, make some new make some new fans, you know? Like, yeah. maybe some of my rap friends who don't really watch a lot of horror movies might hear one of my songs and be like, this actually sounds like a dope movie and, like, become a fan, you know? Yeah, exactly. Um, and before we get out of here, I usually like to ask this question last. Um, what kind of legacy would you like to leave behind, either creatively or on a personal level? I have no idea. Like, I'm just doing this because I like it. I'm doing <laughs> yeah. it because I have to or else I'll go fucking crazy. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like, I, I always say, like, one of my main goals that I want to reach is to be to like write a song about a movie and have my song playing as like the end credits. You know how in like the er the early 2000s, like late 90s, you would see a scary movie and there would always be like a rap about the movie at the end. That's kind of what I want to do. But getting your foot in the door is like, first of all, I got to meet way more filmmakers and I got to meet indie filmmakers who happen to like hip hop. So like, yeah, the niche is like, it's, it's tough market, but. Yeah. I'm getting out there. I'm finding them. Yeah, hopefully. I'm pretty sure you will because I feel like now, because of like Jordan Peele, a lot of like horror movies tend to have more horror soundtracks. We had like movies here and there, but I feel like now it's getting picked up more, which is kind of dope. So hopefully. Yeah. Uh, I just watched Deep Blue Sea a little yeah. while ago and LL <laughs> Cool J had like a shark rap at the end. And I was like, man, I wish I wish that was me. Like, that's totally what I want to do. Yeah, that'd be pretty dope. Yeah, I can see that happening. Like, that's for me, like, my next thing is, like, moving into filmmaking and having, like, a hip-hop soundtrack. It'd be cool. Um, well, if you ever make a movie. Yeah. <laughs> I'm your sound guy. For sure. I'll definitely hit you up. But, yeah, thank you, man, again, for, like, uh, you know, being on here, taking time out of your day. I'm kind of just showing your Instagram here for those listening. Um, Poltergeist underscore OD. Um, anything else you want to say or uh, promote before we get out of here? Um, yeah, just like, thanks for watching. Thanks for having me on the show. Um, if you're listening on Spotify or whatever, thank you for listening. Um, just, yeah, look me up on social media, poltergeist underscore OD. Look me up on Spotify, YouTube, uh, Amazon, wherever you stream music, poltergeist space OD. The OD is for obscene division. Uh, if you like horror movies and you like rap, you might like my stuff. So yeah, check it out and hit me up. I'm not shy. Perfect. Thank you so much again. All right. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in to uh, Nightmare on Sedgwick Avenue. Um, This was episode six of season four. Uh, Go ahead and follow Poltergeist underscore OD. Um, And as you mentioned, he uh, he mentioned he's on all streaming platforms. So check him out. Pretty dope uh, music that he puts out. And yeah, thank you guys for tuning in. If you like this episode, please go ahead and subscribe. Appreciate it. Like, comment, all that stuff. Share would be appreciated. And thank you, everybody.